The following is a Crude Humor Studios production. Visit CrudeHumorStudios.com for more great content. Frozen. We should sing some Frozen. <laughs> let it go, let it go. Well, we're on, we're on. Hey guys, it's me, Aaron Stegman, and <laughs> hey, <it's Marrero. laughs> And we are your once upon a time unofficial podcast crew, and we are here to discuss last... the winter finale. Well, <laughs> forget the name of the episode already. Heroes um, and villains. Heroes and villains. That's right, right. That's also like a bar down in Silver Lake. Um, <laughs> if you're hearing different voices, we have two wonderful guests with us today, uh, Prutha Patel, who is the co-editor of Once Storybrook, and a really cool gal. She's also an LA local here, and I've had the pleasure of meeting her, and she's been just awesome with the series and Once Upon a Time. She's also interviewed. Uh, Sean McGuire and all this fun stuff. So we're going to talk to her about all that stuff. So uh, welcome. Fun fact. If fun you fact. remember one of our the previous podcasts when you were talking about uh, the premiere yes. for the first season. Yes. And, and got in. Let me finish. Oh, yelling. Uh, and uh, how Aaron, you know, was trying to get in and was moving and she saw a friend who ended up getting in and meeting everybody. That would be proof of Yep. So she got to go to the Once Upon a Time premiere, and I did not. So I would have taken everyone if I could have. Yes, it I just know. You haven't. And our other guest from the USA of the North, Canada, is <laughs> a longtime friend uh, in Oncer. Uh, we've been we've known her from day one of our series, and she's really been instrumental in helping us get connected and get out to you guys. Um, her name is Natasha Gasparetto. Hey guys, yeah, did I get it right? Yeah, <laughs> totally. her name looks like Geppetto, so we want to. Last name looks like that, so I always want to call her that. But Natasha or Nat, and um, she is the founder, creator, manager of the. Snow White and Prince Charming fan page on Facebook. They have about 5,000 community strong. That doesn't make sense, what I just said. There's about 5,000 in the community, which is awesome. And it's a page dedicated to our favorites, Josh Dallas and Jennifer Goodwin. And um, she's just a big, great, fantastic oncer and a good person and big fan of the Backstreet Boys. (laughs) So say (laughs) hi, Nat. (laughs) Hey guys. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're gonna just hop right into heroes and villains, and we'll talk a little bit about season four so far, and get your thoughts on what you think's coming up, what you think certain things mean. Are you liking this season? Did you like Frozen? Are you glad it's over? Are you feeling thawed out? <laughs> I'm in a really corny mood, so we're gonna get a lot of that tonight. Um, um go for it. I'm, I'm not thought out. I live in Canada. Yeah, what that's, do you true. that's true. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> the three of us are just sitting pretty in L.A. Um, so, yeah, so did you guys like the episode? Did you like Heroes and Villains? What are your thoughts? Prutha, want to start? Um, sure. I I actually did enjoy it. It was I think it was fun. It was a good transition over to whatever they're co- like they're going to come up with next. And um, it was sad seeing the Frozen people go. But... Um, I'm also really glad to see Maleficent coming back because yeah. she's one of my favorites. How about you, Nat? What do you think? Do you like the episode? I was on the fence about the episode. Yeah. I feel like it could have been... I feel like it was just thrown together, especially with Hook on the edge of wanting, you know, not wanting Rumpel to kill him and wanting Emma and doing Rumpel's dirty work. It's kind of... I'm not sure. I've heard a lot of backlash last night after I did my own uh, viewing. We get the first viewing before everybody else. I know. <laughs> so uh, I'm not sure. I love the Frozen. I think it was the perfect entrance for Emma and everybody of Storybook. But I'm not too sure. It feels like there's something else that's going to be bigger and better that's planned for 4B. 
for me. Now, what about you, Ace? Do you like the episode? Uh, yeah, I mean, there, there are some parts that I felt were a little just, I don't know, underdeveloped, like, just the villain stuff in particular I thought was strange, you know, they're on the cliff, it's like, what's the purpose, and and the only tie-in ended up being at the end when he goes and finds, you know, he's on his mission to find it. I don't know, I didn't understand where we were going with that, and, uh, why are you laughing? Because after after every episode, you, you usually come up to me and you're like, I have a couple of questions. Yeah, well, it's not my <laughs> fault they're not complete with their storytelling in Storybrook. That's the fun in it, because you never know what's going to happen next, and I feel like if we knew everything, I feel like I would, I personally would probably be bored. No, I get that if it's like in a, in a lost way, but it's, this is basic stuff that I feel is, is we're just throwing stuff out there, and, and, and if there weren't already a million storylines and characters already, I guess I wouldn't have as much of a problem with it. <laughs> I, I, I enjoyed the episode last night. I liked a lot of... Um, I liked the scene between Regina and Rumpel in the car. Um, I liked a lot of the... I thought a lot of, like, the relationship moments were really kind of... There was a lot of focus on that, which I always like in an episode of Once Upon a Time. But I do... I do think... And I thought... I wanted Hook... Like, if Hook was going to be bad, like, make him go bad. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I wanted him to, like, have him, like, you know flirt with Elsa or like, I mean not that I want him to do that but like that go bad like I felt like it was just too easy you know it ended too clean it just was very clean I like it when it's a little dirty <laughs> so anyway um, <laughs> so and that your 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 team was kind of MIA snow and charming weren't quite in this one what do you think yeah. about that I think it was supposed to snow eventually, but it didn't. <laughs> but that's okay, because uh, I think they had enough of the cold. However, I believe that uh, it was important for Elza and Anna to have their their uh, happy ending, I guess you can say. However, everything else seemed like it was not tied up too completely. As in Hook, you know, getting off so easily and Belle not being so oblivious to everything going on around her. Yeah, what did but. you guys think about about what happened with Belle and Rumpel? Are you, because there's a of course, like, the Rumpel shippers are pretty upset, and I, I saw some pretty nasty tweets out to Adam Horowitz. Really? Yeah. Um, but I mean, what do you guys think? Are, are you I mean, are you guys like Yay, girl! Good for you, standing up for yourself. You know, kick that, <laughs> kick him to the curb. He's been lying to you this whole time. Or are you guys like upset that they're kind of you know, on the outsies or, or what? What are your thoughts? It took her long enough to uh, <laughs> realize what was happening. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Prutha? I feel like I felt, I kind of felt like, okay, like she deserved that, the whole action with it. And then um, at the same time, there was like this vulnerability on Rumble's face as he's like, as he's walking backwards and he's like, I'm scared. And the fact that he said, I'm scared just really kind of was like, this is like sort of window into the real rumble in that sense. Like, yeah, he's after the power and we're like meant to like not understand fully why he's going after what he's doing. But at the same time, I feel like we saw some honesty in that whole yeah. communication, but go bell for finally doing something because I watched, I watched that episode with friend and we were sitting here just going, when is he like, just going to like just stop and realize that he married this amazing women and then like it's just i don't know it was i don't know i want to see what's next and we have to wait until march i know two and a half months that's was, crazy did they give us any so i, I didn't see them when not when i just watched but did they give us any sort of preview? yeah they gave a, pre a preview oh. for spring what about you rumbell that why know how you feel <laughs> <laughs> but we don't eight, eight, <laughs> go for it how go. do i feel Tom? how do you feel well you're, you're not exactly a pro uh bell rumple uh relationship here. no it's not i don't know i mean it it, it I think it added a dynamic to Belle finally because I mean she was she pretty much had like three lines this this uh, this first half of the season yeah. that involved I really trust you I'm sorry that I used the dagger against you I trust you completely so I liked I liked that she stood up for herself I thought the verbiage that they used was very similar to um, an addiction codependency thing there was a lot of little hints at that like little verbiage that she said. Um, and that he was saying, like, this addiction to the power and her being a codependent to it. Um, 
I, th- I don't know. I thought I, I picked up on a lot of language that was similar. Um, if you were to like break it down from like a psychotherapy point of view, <laughs> okay, I just got a little uh, esoteric here. So um, anyway, but did you not pick that? Did anybody? Uh, am I the only one on this? No, no, no. <laughs> All right, I'm out. <laughs> he did explain that though. Thank you, thank you, Dad. He, he did <laughs> clearly explain that manipulation equals weakness, mm-hmm. and you take away the thing that you love the most. The person who once had that object or that thing would do anything to get it back. And that's when he uses the manipulation to, yeah. get, to get his hands dirty without getting his hands dirty. Mm-hmm. And then that's she, where he used to Yeah. And she had said, Belle said, I lost myself mm-hmm. for you in your addiction to your power. Like, I lost myself for that. That's where I picked up, I guess, on that, that line. So I'm, I, I'm always for a girl who's standing up for herself. Um, but, you know, I don't think it's the end of Rumbell. I think we're going to, I think that's going to continue to, that'll always be there. I mean, that'll all, that's not going to just go away. That's still going to be there. They're still married. They're still married. Exactly. I was like, girl, you got to get him to sign some papers before he crosses that line. <laughs> so what about, um, then we had some outlaw queen moments. Um, Marion, who may be the nicest wife getting cheated on ever. Uh, <laughs> what do you guys think of that moment? Um, they cross the town line, and she's uh, cool with Regina, macking on her dude. Thoughts? What are your <laughs> thoughts? I want to know your yeah, thoughts. Yeah, you might start this time. <laughs> um, I mean, I like that, like, kiss <laughs> moment that they had, you know, over the thing. Here's, here's, my, here's my issue. So, um, I like, I, I ship multiple people, and then, like, they cross over into other relationships so I just get excited when people get like romantic but I did think Marion was way way too nice to Regina and it was a bit unrealistic because I mean if I woke up and it's like you know however many years later 30 years later and you've moved on with some chick and you're getting ice cream with (laughs) my son and then I get frozen and I come back and he's got Google eyes for this chick who tried to kill me. I don't think I'd be like, you know what, girl? It's totally cool. He likes you. I get it. It's fine. But Not it, okay. It's, all, Not it's okay. all further development for Regina's character, though. I know. It's fine. I want to see how they, how they move into a studio in Brooklyn and survive <laughs> that. <laughs> Marion looked like she was not ready for the real world whatsoever. Anyway, any, any thoughts around any of this, guys? Okay, so so what were your favorite parts of the episode? What were some of your favorite moments? I think it was that Regina and um, Robin Hood moment. Mm-hmm. The part, like, right before he starts walking backward as well. I think that walk backward scene, like, kind of was just like, oh, no. She was happy. And then it just went away within, like, five minutes. And then, like, we had, I think for the, for the one Storybrooke account... We started getting tweets like, why is Regina never getting her happiness? Like, she deserved it. She was doing so well. And, like, now she's going to become evil again. So it was just, like, a lot of speculation going on with the the tweets that we were getting. Yeah. And um, I I understood their point in the sense that, like, Regina just, with the whole, the the drinking buddy and the shot scene. And, like, that was great. I think that was a really cool, like, bonding moment between Emma and Regina. But I understood their, their point in that whole, like... Regina's just not getting her happiness, which I think that's going to move the story forward with, like, the whole finding the writers, I mean, the authors of the book. And I really hope Adam and Eddie make a cameo. <laughs> they should. I, you know, it, it, speaking to that, they there was a moment in the car with Rumpel where he says, just because um, you're good doesn't mean good things happen to you. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and then there was that moment where she had, it was a shot at the very end um, where she could have killed Mary and she had that kind of evil queen look and then she she shook it off. So um, just in response to some of those tweets, it, it, it does look like she's maybe not giving in. I don't think we're going to see like an evil queen necessarily next uh, for 4B, but because um, I, I think they made that kind of clear with her giving the evil look and then shaking it off. Um, Nat, how about you? What, what were some of your favorite moments from the episode? I know you have some varying opinions on, <laughs> on the episode. <laughs> well, to start off, I think I really enjoyed um, the finish of the storyline with 
the Frozen characters. <laughs> yes, yeah. I'm not a big fan of Frozen, but my five-year-old nieces, and it kind of just happened. But it, uh, I think I, you know, you kind of miss them for leaving because I felt like they're like, you know, actually Emma's sisters. Yeah. They brought something, especially Anna. She reminded me a lot of you because she's very comedic. Oh, thank you. And she's very, you know, she's really out there. And Elsa's very more of like, let's get things done. She's more of the queen figure. But uh, I really, the Snow Queen, however, I kind of cried a little bit when she left. Mm. When she made her um, final goodbye was kind of sad because you kind of hated her as a Snow Queen. But you loved her as Emma's foster parent as well. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it seems like for Emma, all the people that she um, starts to befriend in Storybrooke always end up leaving at some point. Yeah. Or become so, a small puppet boy. Exactly. So <laughs> I think the Frozen, the parts of the Frozen uh, in the beginning was my favorite. However, I'm not a big gold fan or Belle fan, but... I can tolerate them to a uh, <laughs> to an extent. <laughs> extent, yeah. Um, that's okay. As as we say in almost every podcast, we've probably uh, scared off any rum bell shipper. <laughs> uh, so no no fear here. Um, so so kind of moving in more to talking about season four uh, as a whole. So far, this first half, what do you guys? What did you, what were some, some, let's start with high points. So what were some of the high points for you? Did you guys like the, the Frozen arc? I mean, you kind of touched on it a little bit, but did you guys like the Frozen thing? Were you surprised by it? Did you feel like it was too Disney or, or what? Did you like what they did with it? Ace, why don't you start? With Frozen? Yeah. Did you like the Frozen this half? Um, I did, yeah. I mean, you know, we spoke about, I don't know if it was last week or the week before where I, I just, um... I think for me, my I always just want more, you know. Like I, I was, I was curious, you know, what the, what the big payoff was, and I think the big payoff was obviously the, the you know, the, the Snow Queen put Storybrooke in danger, but it was also in regards to the story of 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 our favorite characters, you know, and, and the mainstay of the show. It was it was more just development for for Emma's character, I think, you know, what, the purpose of that, and you know, giving her, giving her some more background. So I get that. Um, I just think it's funny that they, and I think it started with the Frozen stuff, because I mean, you know, like like when uh, Maleficent popped up today, we're like, oh wow, she looks she like more Disney. the Disney version. <laughs> in, you know, they overnight. all looked way Disney. Yeah, looks and like I think Ursula. I think with Frozen, they really, you know, went in that direction because everybody was like dead on. Yeah, you know, for, from the movie. So I, I I find that interesting and how that all plays out and, and will play out with with you know, further characters. As, as, you know, we come back to 4B, I'm curious how people are going to start changing a little bit more to what we know from maybe the, the Disney versions. How about you two ladies? Did you like, I mean, Natasha, you kind of touched on it that you did like the Frozen uh, thing. I mean, it was so close to Disney. So, um, yeah, just both of your thoughts, just kind of um, going in on that. Did you like the Frozen thing? Did At any point, did you feel like it was too much at all? Or um, just anything, anything you guys want to talk about with the Frozen element? You jump in, either person. Okay. Well, um, okay. No, you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I, I think it was just it came on a lot in the beginning because it was like, okay, so here's these characters that we need to, uh, just uh, bring into just to add more characters. I guess you can say. I don't even know how to explain it. It seems like they're just bringing more characters to. Uh, hide all the original ones away for a little while. Um, the, as for the Frozen, at some point, a little bit here and there, it was a little bit smothering, I think. A lot of people were like, this is getting boring, mm-hmm. and you added the Snow Queen, WTF. Like, if you knew Frozen from the beginning, you may have read about how Elsa would have been the villain to begin with. Mm-hmm. Yes. Anyways, so they just added another villain. They're like, how about we just throw somebody else in who's completely annoying but lovable at the same time? Not as annoying as Zelina, but people can tolerate her. Natasha so, is a huge fan of every single character on the show. I feel like Natasha and I have very, sim- very similar story I know, uh, I know. viewpoints. I know, right? Because <laughs> I, 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 I said the same about 
Zelina as well. Ace did not like Zelina. Did not. Not But there's a similarity to all these villains that come to an end. They all want to be approved by by somebody. Mm -hmm. Either by their parents, like Regina, or want to be approved by their sisters or their mothers or their fathers. They all have daddy issues or mummy issues or something. (laughs) So, like Emma, she had really big time mummy and daddy issues. Yes, definitely. How about you, Prusa? What did you think of the Frozen element? I like the Frozen element because um, I remember, like, I think it was season two we saw, like, Frankenstein come up and, like, Frankenstein monster, I mean, and then Dr. Frankenstein. Um, And I think it's really cool that they got access to more modern sort of um, Disney Mm-hmm. characters of the like and then so i feel like they just opened the door even more to like the more recent characters that have come up like we had rapunzel um what was it last season 3x14 yeah last the fact season. That i know the number guys <laughs> 3x14 um no, no shame here yeah the, like i like that they can bring in more um more recent characters because they've been hinting at things all over and disney's you, I think you said earlier that it was maybe too Disney-like or too Disney or something like that. And I just don't think there's such a thing. Like, I think what drew me into this whole thing was that I own majority of these characters on tape. And when you're watching them on tape as a kid, I feel like they're just so, like, one-dimensional in that sense. Like, you're not even understanding what's going on in the sense. Like, you get the whole story that's being fed to you, but this show offers a way for you to see... Um, the reasons behind, like, what um, Natasha was saying, like, the self-validation sort of thing. Um, and I like that. I like the Frozen stuff because it just opens a door. And they have so many things to play with because of, like, that timeline having been shifted, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I thought they blended the worlds well. And I liked, you know, what they did with the relationships between the, the Frozen crew and the crew in, in Storybrooke. I thought they did a really good job blending the two. I guess I I did feel like I wanted them to, you know, put them in different clothes, maybe not reference chocolate all the time. Like, it just got, for me, it was like, I was, you know, I was surprised how much, like, when they did leave, I was was actually like, oh, I'm going to miss them. I think the actors were really great in the roles, and, um, but, yeah, I just wanted them to, like, not, I mean, they did veer off, but I I wanted even more, like, veer off even more. I, I like when there's, like, an original... Um, spin on spin, thing. yeah. Just because I've already seen, I've already seen Frozen several times. <laughs> so give me something new, you know. Like I've seen Maleficent, you know. I've seen Cruella de Vil. Cruella is a lush P.S. Like she's <laughs> not even a fairy tale character. What? I know. That's what we were saying. We're like on the cliff. What? What's her purpose? What's what, her power? What threat does Cruella yeah. actually? I like that she pose? was at the head of the triangle of of. of you know, them versus gold, and I'm like, well, what is she doing? What is, <laughs> what is what, gold going to do? <laughs> I've made you a Kongo. purse. Yeah. La, la, la. She I'm going to k- kill your puppies. Mm-hmm. That is really mean. To it's, do. Not okay. it's not okay. <laughs> she's, it's she's, not okay. She's coming for Romeo, Natasha. <laughs> well, Wolfie's there, too. No, I know. Wolfie's at day camp, actually, right now. <laughs> so we are those people. Um... So yeah, are you guys excited for the next next half? What do you um What do you want to see? What do you yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you excited for these villains that they've introduced? I'm not really sure. It's I don't know about the, the villains. Um have to see I have to read more information about them before I have an opinion about that. Okay. It's it seems like it's just like one of those uh situations where Regina just you know, messed up everybody's lives and now they're going back for revenge. And Rumple has dirt against them that they can use and manipulate them towards, and they have a motivation to come back with him. He's just using him to come back to Storybrooke. And how about you, Prusa? I actually don't know what I want to see. Mm-hmm. That also goes with like the whole um, the shipping aspect of it too, because I like keep myself away from shipping too, mm-hmm. just because. Um, it's not my story to tell, and I like seeing what the writers want to do with the story first. And I feel like right now we just don't have enough information to go on just yet. I think they're reading a lot of f- fanfics right now. 
Yeah, well, I guess... Because <laughs> there's, there's times where I read fanfics and I see that happen on once, once in a while, and it's like, didn't I just read this, like, a couple days ago in this fanfic? So it's kind of scary when the wonders are better at writing the show than the writers because they're too busy and focusing on ratings. I will say, Adam Horowitz did, uh, there was a tweet he sent out, somebody had, like, bashed the writers and, um... And then they had they had tagged a group like at OUAT writers or something, and he's like, "That's actually a parody team." And I checked out the the Twitter, and it was like, you know, they only had like 90, 90 followers. I mean, it was a small like, I don't know, I don't, I'm not familiar with them. They just tweet as I guess some of the writers sometimes, but the fact that he knew that, I don't know that like, I guess they know about you guys. Know. They know about you guys. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> huh. uh, I'm sure we're on some list of like, please don't ever retweet these people. <laughs> so, <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, actually, uh, one of the one of the old producers from the first and second season has has seen our spoof, and I've um, gotten a nice email from said individual, which is pretty cool. So, um, yeah. So, um, but I I really like that they're going outside of Storybrooke now. Like, I want to see these characters in the world with real folk. And see, like, almost in that first season where it's just, like, that blend of, I don't know. If normal blend. people? Yeah, normal people <laughs> with, like, magic. No magic. Having, like, I find, I find that really interesting. Like, how do these people survive in New York City, you know, or in, like, uh, Halifax <laughs> or, you know, Jersey, whatever. <laughs> oh, like, we survive off a lot of Tim Hortons, that's for sure. There you go. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I the love the Ursula too. scene at the ending of the episode. The little scene with Ursula working at yeah, the when marina. Working there, I was thinking yeah. about how I wanted to see more of like these normal sort of um, right situations because how cool is that? Like she's working at an aquarium. Like how ironic, interesting when you think about that. Like yeah. what would Ursula do in real life? What where would she work? Like exactly. I I love that. I think and I think they and know that that's the strength she of the show. Weave. Huh? Oh, that weave, girl! Mm. Unbelievable, that weave. I, I just wonder that. how long they're gonna last, though. How long their storyline's gonna gonna be? Yeah, I mean, it it is kind of like what what are they gonna do with Once Upon a Time? You know, how how much further can they take this? I mean, they're gonna look for the author. Um, maybe Gold will open up a food truck. Uh, how is Gold no idea. money? I know. How does he get money? I don't. I don't know. That'll He's still an attorney. <laughs> oh, that's right. He's uh, an attorney. <laughs> attorney. Uh, that. See, I want to see that. I want to see him de- like defending people or or prosecuting people in in court. I think that'd be funny. Well, but it's, see, I think we're gonna see. Law and Order rescue. I think we're gonna see. Um, I think we're gonna see more of the characters leaving Storybrooke. It looks like that anyway. I mean, well, Regina's I mean, on a quest just, to find uh, we just Robin saw Hood. three in one episode. I mean, it's you know. Yeah. Peace Do you think? Out. Cor- so I get nervous because we're still filming our our rock opera. Well, we're in, and I always get nervous. Like, oh, they're gonna take a scene that we've written or something. I just get nervous. Okay. Anyway, that's enough. Um, well, we've seen we've seen a hint of Ponko already, so mm-hmm. I think Corella's storyline is gonna happen first. And then they're interweaving the rest of them together. Yeah. What do you guys think that hand is? The the armor gauntlet. gauntlet. Yeah. Uh, the community gauntlet? No, I'm just kidding. I think it's um, the Nintendo Power Glove. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, who was it from? I can't remember who they said it was from. It's like Camelot, right? Is it Camelot? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. He Can we please see King Arthur? I would love to see King Arthur. That would Arthur. be great, right? Lancelot well, was there for a, a half yeah. a second. He was pretty They got tasty. me excited with that, too. I was like, oh, are we going to see Arthur? Yeah. Well, um, do you guys remember the first season? There was a guy who worked. Um, I forget where he worked. But he, he had, like, um, Mr. Trinity or something was his last name. He had a T. It started with a T. I'm forgetting. I'm being a terrible fan right now. But um, apparently he's tied into King Arthur. Like, oh, a bunch of the fan, fan theories were like, oh, that's so-and-so from the Camelot. You say uh, Trinity, I'm thinking Ariel. <laughs> Trinity Ariel, why am I... What, like the oh, trident the and the trinity oh, with tri- like the yeah. words being close. Got it. Cute. Oh, stop, stop. Um, okay, so what... Um, you know, Natasha, I want to talk... Because you do a lot with, with uh, 
you know, the Charmings. Um, so what are your hopes for season 4B? What do you, what do you think is next for them? Because they've kind of, you know, they've got the baby and we've dealt with them, you know, getting adjusted to that. What do you think is kind of next for them? Or what would you like to see? I think they're just going to enjoy being parents for the first time, mm-hmm. technically. They're going to enjoy having Emma um, discover herself, discover her powers, accept herself. I feel like Emma needs to move on to one more step where she has to learn how to love herself mm. before she can love Hook because I feel like she doesn't really love Hook like she loved Neil, per se. Um, I feel like Hook's just trying to, like, you know, buy her some drinks and take her back to his ship. And I feel like it's a rushed thing. Hook doesn't really... I don't know. It's going to be tricky. If Emma gets with Charming, it's... Uh, or with... <laughs> Charming, with uh, <laughs> that would be a <laughs> With a Hook, sorry. Um, uh, I don't think it's going to work. Hmm. It's um. As for the Charmings, um, they still have a a big piece of the story to to tell, actually, because if you think back to the first episode, they are the ones who started the story. Yeah. And everybody else just came in around them because everybody was, you know, existing around them, as fairy tales do. Um, it's they're a big part of the story, so hopefully they bring them back after um all the villains go away for a vacation. I'm hoping. <laughs> It's going to take it's a little get, sandals cruise. Down it's to the getting ridiculous, actually, because a lot of people are just like, okay, Snow and Charming haven't been in this many episodes. They didn't have any lines tonight. They didn't have any, you know, important information. Half the time, these episodes, you're thinking, where's Neil? Where's baby Neil? Is he with Granny? Is he with... Where is he? Like, I just... Snowing shippers are very loyal to their their characters, but yeah. then again, we're very possessive of <laughs> when how much screen time they get because we know we love them as Snow and Charming, but we equally love them as Gosh. Yeah, yeah, that's what's so, great about that a ship is that it's you really it's like two and one, two for one. That's what makes it better. <laughs> it makes them more believable. I mean, it's not like they weren't believable in the beginning to start with, but. I feel like they've been just put aside to yeah. have other characters develop their storyline, just like Emma was a big part of the story last season. Mm-hmm. Now they have to be brought in slowly but surely, and they will come back. They're, they're important as well. Yeah. But we're just very – we just want to see some, you know, taco making or you – know? <laughs> Exactly. I, I want to see everyone make tacos here. So that I. <laughs> there has to be some new babies in Storybrooke. So. Exactly. There needs to be some new babies. Um, I uh, I actually, I thought that the kiss at the end between Emma Hook was kind of hot. Like when he just reached in and grabbed her, I was, I got blushed a little. I'm not going to lie. Of course you would. I know, I know. Well, that's because you got a hook right next to you. I yeah. do, I do. <laughs> I, 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 as that happened, I was already imagining Aaron writing another scene with me and the Gap oh where God. she has to, like, be kissed by me or something. I don't know. Okay. The More. Gap The gap was priceless, by the way. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Um, that was fun. That was fun. So I want to uh, talk, uh, uh, Prusa, I want to, because you, you do a lot of interviews um, for one Storybrooke, and um, you got to interview Sean McGuire. So I really want to just talk to you quickly about how that was. How was that experience? Because that's, that's kind of a once or dream for a lot of fans. Yeah, it was. Um, just, it was insane, kind of, because you forget the fact that, like, it's a, an actor that you see on TV, and then all of a sudden I'm talking to him on the phone, and it was just, it was really fun. It was a great conversation with him. Yeah. How, what's he like? Was he... Um, I'm sure he was not, I mean, what, what was he like? It was, um, a bit like how Robin is in that sense of like the chivalry aspect and like, he was very polite and it was, um, answered the questions right away. And he had these amazing things to say about Lana Priya and like, you could just hear like his, um, respect for her as an actress. And it was really amazing to hear like his old, like the, the sort of conviction in his voice and everything. Yeah. Um, now he, because he's, he's, I and I'm sorry, I don't have the straight. He's actually Irish, correct? Um, yes, that? I believe so. Was he? Did he speak 
in his Irish tongue when he you. I feel like it, I don't know. As an American, I feel like it sounded more like as like the British, the British person. Yeah, I mean, in Irish, you can it can sound yeah both ways. But uh, I was just curious about that. What, where was the knave? Oh yeah, the knave was MIA this episode. Thank you, hun. Um, so oh, the knave. You guys, do you, do you like having the knave? Did any of you watch the spinoff? Were you guys Wonderland fans? I, know, I tried, I but I had to drink something every time. Yeah, I remember your <laughs> comments in Dutch. Oh, you and Ace are sipping the same uh, something. Uh, but do you like the knave? Are you are you happy with his character being on the show, or could you kind of eh, whatever or what? He's just um, I think he's just existing right now until he finds. A plot. <laughs> well, like, well, not just a plot, but I think he's trying to find a way back to Wonderland. Yeah. Because he was found in the library with the book, and I think he's trying to find a way back. Hmm. How about you, Pritha? Did you watch the spinoff? Yeah, I did. Um, I just think it, it suffered from when it was put on air. Um, I remember, like, originally they planned to air it in between so that the hiatus felt shorter, and I think... Um, I think it just suffered from the time slot that it was given. And um, I think he's hilarious. And it's funny how, like, I say that, but then it's like you think about what he went through in Wonderland and, like, what happened before he got to, back to Storybrooke. And it's amazing that, like, he's he's coping with it in that sense. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I agree with Natasha. I think he's going to try and find a way back. So, Prutha, <laughs> for those fans, Ace... Who didn't watch Wonderland? What, 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 could you talk a little bit about that? What did he have to go through and that he's now coping He basically with? falls in love and then he loses her. Because so, he gets, he gets, he gets um, brought back to Storybook, basically. And I don't remember how he got brought back now that I think about it. But it was just, it's just terrible, terrible thing. He falls in love with the, the original villain, right? The Red Queen? Yeah. Okay. Oh my god. Fell in love with her, and then Natasha. Did you watch the show, Natasha, or no? About five minutes each episode. Yeah. <laughs> That's more than me. I made it through about three quarters of the pilot, and I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't do it, I can't do I, it. I remember seeing I'm the part with the marshmallow lake. Oh Mar- yeah. I was like, how ridiculous is this? I, now I, I want marshmallows. Understand. I feel like, <laughs> it's like- <laughs> I, I know it's 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 amazing to me, and I feel like I should go and watch it now just because. It is such a, a dynamic, like different, like I, like you know. I think about, like I think about our parody, our parody series. How many fans watch, you know, watch it just because it's content related to Once Upon a Time? But yet, there's a whole produced, direct spinoff of Once Upon a Time, and it was like pan. Like even fans of the show are like, I'm not watching that. Like, <laughs> I'm so. I did hear it got it. it got better as as it as the episodes went on. Um. So interesting. Okay, that's good to know. I figured I knew that like he liked her, and then it didn't. It didn't work. Did she die? What What happened? She. I do not remember. I feel horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen so many shows in between them. But... Well, Prutha, what do you expect for its lifespan? If somebody like you who enjoyed it and watched it can't even remember a main plot point, I like, don't remember things anymore. <laughs> Okay. Finals, so, man. Finals. <laughs> so I'm going to go through. We we kind of do this with all of our guests. We ask, like... Can I do it? You want to do it? Yeah. Okay, well... Okay, but I have a method to this. So let mean? me explain it real quick. So what we're going to do, the ladies... Ace asks the question. Right. Ace and I are going <laughs> to ask you guys questions. We're going to fire them off, and you just have to answer quickly. So we'll say your name before the question. So, like, we'll say, like, Prutha, what's your favorite color? Oh, blue. All right, yeah. Natasha, what are you wearing right now? Aaron. My pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. Guys, so keep this PG. This will, well, PG will will be once or related. So I'm kind of scared right. now. Right, right. So Ace, you're gonna kind of you're gonna call them out so they know who to, who knows. Yeah, who to yeah. And if it's to both, you'll say both. Oh, okay. And we're not gonna everybody just answer. No, no, no. We'll do. We'll fire it off. That way, it's not. It's less confusing. Okay, so we'll start with an easy one. This one will be for both, just to ease them in. Oh, just what, go what's, everything well, I, I set think up. it's something that people would want to know. All right, uh, Natasha first. What, who's your favorite character? Uh, Charming. Okay. Prutha? Um, Evil Queen. All right. Um, I don't think we have to ask Natasha this. So, Prutha, who's your favorite ship? I don't have a ship because <laughs> I like seeing what the writers do. Jolly Roger. She's floating. Okay. Um, 
Okay. Uh, I want to hear both answers All to right, this, too. All right, fine. So, uh, we'll start with Natasha. Uh, what, what's a character you most want to see on the show that, that isn't at present? And it could be uh, somebody that's already existed on the show, but just right Disney now. or non-Disney? Up to that, you. Up to you. Pinocchio. More Pinocchio? A little Pinocchio has to come back. <laughs> we didn't really see their relationship established before yeah. he got turned back. So I'd like to see more Marco and Pinocchio. Oh, interesting. Okay. I'm sure he, his agent would love that. Uh, <laughs> Prutha? I, um, I said King Arthur before, but also um, I'm going to say Thor, even though it's impossible. But they've shown the hammer a few times now. That would be pretty cool, huh? Listen, if Chris Helms got on the show, I would just... <laughs> you would not see me outdoors. <laughs> say that. Yeah, all right. So, um... It's a dream. It's a dream. <laughs> what, uh... Let's see. Uh, Prutha, what's your favorite episode? Uh, that's a good question. I'm gonna go with the pilot, because that's what drew me in. Okay. Natasha, what's yours? Same question. Snowfalls. Ah. Yes. Okay. Um, Quick, fire them off, fire them off, fire them If your life was a Disney song, what would it be? Both. Prutha first. Uh, just around the river bend. Okay. <laughs> From Pocahontas? Yes. Natasha? <laughs> wow. Um, I don't know, something from Beauty and the Beast. Okay. I'm on. I have a, I have a, I have a, a trivia question for everyone. Who is the only villain who has their... Shh. Okay, hold on. I'm bad at okay. this. <laughs> Good job. Wait, wait, I got it, I got it, I got it. Who's the only villain who has a song named after them? Regina. Nope. What? It, um, this is outside of Once Upon a Time. Only only vil- Disney villain to have a song named after them. Genie? No. No, hold on. Yes. All right. Good job. I was like seven when that movie came out. (laughs) (laughs) If uh, Prutha first, if you lived in Storybrooke, Mm -hmm. Storybrooke, what would be your curse persona? Curse persona. Never thought about that. No, you haven't. haven't. (laughs) Gonna go with I guess Jasmine. Oh. I was thinking more like you would be um, the apothecary or like the waitress at Granny's. Uh, not saying you specifically. <laughs> I'm going with like what would be your like job in Storybrooke. Oh, job in Storybrooke. Yeah. Okay. Um, maybe. I guess. I'm I'm normal, so I'm gonna say filing somewhere. Oh, oh my god. god. That makes right. me so sad. <laughs> Natasha. <laughs> Natasha. That was such an exciting Natasha, life. Natasha, please, Natasha, something please less, something. less depressing. <laughs> it's realistic. I would probably be someone who probably worked at the restaurant by day, but performed at the uh, rabbit hole by, at night. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. What kind of performers are at the rabbit hole? <laughs> it's over 19 at, after 11 o'clock. Got it. There you go. Got it. Uh, what, what, what character, Prutha, would you sacrifice to enact the dark Wait, curse? wait, wait. Wait. Hold on. Let's mix it up a little bit. We'll start with <laughs> Natasha first. Okay. Natasha. Okay. I guess we're just asking both of you these questions. So. Yeah. All right. So which character would you sacrifice to enact the dark curse? Regina. Got it. Brutha. But why are we trying to enact this dark curse? <laughs> why is uh, that? Because it's about that time again? <laughs> no. It just happened. Come on. Um, it happens twice a season, so. <laughs> um, that's sacrificing It's been someone. two weeks. It's been two weeks. <laughs> is that counting? All right, which one's going? Which one are you putting in there? Oh, my God. That's horrible. But you know you've got somebody in your mind already. I don't, actually, because I'm going in between, like, random people in my mind right now. I'm going to, and I feel like I'm going to be told off if I say anybody, so can I please not answer this? (laughs) (laughs) Pleading the fifth. I'm not afraid, I'm not afraid. All right, Natasha, let's hear it. Natasha. She said Regina. Regina. Oh, sorry. All right, Natasha, team evil or team good? 
clearly we need. Um, totally team good. And Prutha, just by your last answer, I don't think we have to answer. No, 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 she said evil. I said good. Oh, good. good. Oh, really? well, look at you want, assuming things. She didn't even want to do it. Uh, we are villain central on this end. So, okay, <laughs> we got any other ones of these? No, I think that was it. Okay. It was a, it was Hold frozen up. related stuff, but I think we covered it already. Did we cover it? Well, I mean, Natasha's. Spe- oh, not I got one. Answer. I got one. Who is your favorite um, frozen character on Once Upon a Time this season? Anna. Mm-hmm. Same. Who? Anna. 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 Yeah, she was great. You know, this was like her was first. Good. This yeah. was her first acting gig. Like. She did a short film in college, and then and then this was like this was it. That's a very. I read that, and it's just honestly, she like some of her lines, like the way she delivered them. I was just, just I could watch her by herself, just cracking jokes all day. Yeah, I think I think she's gonna be huge. I think she's gonna get her own TV show very soon. You um, need to get her for your uh, oh UAA. Dude, there. I know, right? Actually, yeah, I have I actually have her in mind for a screenplay <laughs> I've written. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> her agent's not connecting me. Um, so, yeah, do we have any other questions here? No. 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 Ooh, I got one. What are you guys' favorite, what's your favorite Disney film? Beauty and the Beast. Interesting. Did you like that moment with, well, you said you didn't really care for Belle or Rumpel. Did you like that moment <laughs> with them <laughs> on the, the dance, the tale as old as time? <laughs> Tale as old as 1993. <laughs> Honestly, it was brought me back to my childhood. Yeah. So it kind of, you know, you brought over. the magic back for that minute and 15 seconds. <laughs> but it uh, was pretty, it was pretty great. But between the costumes and the music was, as a moment. It was definitely a moment. And how about you, Prutha? Who, what's your favorite Disney film? Sleeping Beauty. Mm-hmm. I yeah. would agree. That's mine. Ace, you. You were your favorite. Aladdin. I don't of have course. to ask. Please. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think, I mean, I think, what are you, just any final thoughts you guys have on on the season, season four? Um, I have one. I don't think we even said this. Did you like season 4A overall compared to the other seasons? Don't all jump in it. Um, it was hard. It was hard getting into. Mm-hmm. There's so much going on at once that it was hard to keep track of everything. But in the end result, it ended as well as it could have because there's so much more bigger things that are planned. Um, the character building really went a long way this season. Yeah, they did that's, a lot more of that. That's what I really liked. I liked Regina changing her mind with everything about how she accepted Emma and she accepted Robin Hood and she's the character building was the one that I really liked because it was about time that they started to uh, work on that do you have a favorite season Nat I really enjoyed season one but there's bits I'm more on for the snowing episodes Mm -hmm. I mean you've got um, snowfalls and snow drifts it depends on where you uh, want to say your favorite is because snowfalls is what really happened. Snowdrifts is what could have happened. Yeah. And that's where they really played with your head there because do you like what really happened or do you like what could have happened? Hmm. And uh, Prutha, for you, did you... Um, I usually try and like sit with the, the seasons completely again. <laughs> she has to file her thoughts everyone. See, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Because I'm going to, like, when season 4B is finished, I'll be going back to watch them again and then seeing how it falls in that whole, like, um, ranking in my mind. Um, but I do think season 1 has been my favorite thus far. Yeah. Um, yeah. As long as nobody dies on my birthday again, I'll be extremely happy. Oh. Who died on your birthday? Neil, did Neil it, die? It always happens on my birthday, the season finale. Oh. Oh. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what were you guys? I mean, that was last season, but what what did you guys think about Neil getting? <laughs> I think that Hook was should have should have died, and Neil should have stayed. Mm. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's my opinion. No, I'm, it's okay, Pruth. I'm probably on whatever you're about to say. So. No, I just I feel like I was telling I was texting someone today, and I remember saying, um, like, I have a feeling someone's gonna die 
in 4B, but it's not probably not going to happen. But it was just one of those things where it's like a reminder that they're like that no one's safe on the show, and that like a a person who's very very important in our minds right now may just not be. But then again, also I think I read on somewhere like on Twitter that a lot of people were um, tweeting to Adam asking how Maleficent comes back. And then he said, I think, like, you're asking the right question. Yeah. And if, like, if they're not really, like, if they're dead, per se, on the show, but they haven't really shown, I guess, a body, but it's ABC, so they're probably not going to do that whole body aspect of it. But um, <laughs> they're not dead until they're dead in that sense. Uh, right. It's like it's like they don't really die, but then then they do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they do exactly. Really die. exactly. I know when Neil died, I was kind of like, okay, Neil just died. And then, like, the beginning of this season, I was kind of, like, dealing with my grief from that. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, Neil's gone. Like, he's really gone. Well, it's, I don't I, know, maybe it's me, like, I only, but I feel sometimes the deaths that we do get from, from certain characters who maybe, you know, aside from the ones that you, th- like, like the evil ones that you think are going to die anyway or, or be turned off, it's like they're kind of, not as definite. Like, you're like, yeah. did that really happen? Or, right. like, like going back to even, um, even like, you know, the, the whole, whole Greg and Tamara thing. Oh, I mean, yeah. That was like, wait, did he, like, is that it? <laughs> like, he's just done? done? You know, same with Neil. It's like, is that really it? So it there's, a, there's a weird quality where they don't, like, show them, like, in a full You can't fully, like, you can't fully be like, oh, yeah, oh, my God, you're dead. Yeah, you're never coming back. You are never coming back. I do, I mean, I really did like the, um... You know the triangle there, and I thought that was interesting because, and I, I wished I just wished we had more with that because I, I liked that the triangle. I think Graham was the most shocking one. Yeah, yeah. next to uh, the Snow Queen. The Snow Queen was sad and, and happy at the same time because she mm-hmm. finally got what she wanted. She got her happy ending. Graham, however, got played. He did, and so. But everybody's still grieving over Graham. Mm-hmm. Ah, Graham. I like see that like it's like an instant replay of Graham's death in my mind. <laughs> they should have like a what if he never got killed. Right. Yeah. I guess. Well, we don't know, and we're well, probably question- never going to see the Mad Hatter again either because he's got like a twenty picture deal with Marvel. So. <laughs> <laughs> But good for him. Look at Sebastian right. Stan. That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, hey, the people who go on that show are doing pretty well. Um, they, they do pretty well because, well, they cast a lot of very attractive folk in that show as well. Um, just saying. But they're they're usually very, you know, British. And, well, you know, that's too. why Josh didn't want to go back to fan, uh, to Thor. Thor. Be- so she, he played British. He was, like, British on, for Fandral. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Not a very... Well, he, a charming Fandral. However, they he met on set for episode one about three days before filming started. So, uh, I don't know. These, uh, I think Josh should go back to Thor. You think he should go back? Well, it's either Fandral, Fandral gets the story broke or someone has to polish his sword, right? <laughs> so Yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess, yeah, I mean... Yeah, man, once you lock in a Marvel film, man, though, you are like, <laughs> you are well, good. You are good for a while. And chances are he would probably be brought into the Avengers at some point. Um, I don't know. That's that's something you, you know, you really have to talk with your agent about, I guess. If you guys could play a role on Once Upon a Time, how what, would you guys pick? You two. That's not already, would you, Aaron, would you play like a, a future Emma? I mean, I would, li- I mean... That probably makes the most sense to play, like, Emma's sister, future, future well, past, herself. something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that would probably make the most sense. I would want to be, like, the good person who's secretly bad, whatever that is. Hmm. Hmm. Huh. Hmm. What about you, Ace? A boo. <laughs> 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 no, I think I think you know. I mean, it sounds cliche for me, but like, yeah, of course, Aladdin or like even Prince Naveen. I don't know if you guys know this, but um, 
so I think you you do know Ace Ace was Aladdin at the at the Disneyland uh, musical show. He was Aladdin. Uh, he was also Prince Naveen. They did a musical of uh, Frog Prince, and he was also that prince. So I think he'd be an awesome Naveen. Like yeah, yeah. Or or um, what's his face from Rapunzel? Um, oh, what's his name? Finn. Finn. Flynn. 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 Yeah, you'd be a good Flynn. Do you know how to ride a horse? <laughs> I, I I definitely would learn. Yes. <laughs> Stay away from the pan. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I would have wanted to be a, probably a Frozen character, but they did that one already. Can you imagine? Like, what? And you you had mentioned Prutha Jasmine. How about you, Natasha? What what character would you want to play? Wow, I have to think back to my childhood. <laughs> not Cruella, that's for sure. But uh, I'm not really. I would probably would want to play Belle, Belle. but not a naive Belle. Yeah. More of a a sm- street smart. You know, uh, I know like. I can handle myself, Belle, stick up to myself. I feel like this Belle's a little bit more naive yeah. in uh, to playing her down, dumbing her down a little bit. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't want to. I think they're trying to get back to the getting original. her up, you know, getting her back up to an original. It's so interesting. I mean, I mentioned this last week, and I know we'll wrap up here soon, but it's so interesting because watching some of the footage when she was first coming on as Belle, like some of the behind-the-scenes stuff, you know, and she was talking with Eddie and Adam about the character, and they were talking about, like, they want her to be sassy, and she's like, yeah, and funny, and, like, kind of this, like, know-it-all type, and, um, and I just, like, I'm sitting here thinking, like, none of this happened. <laughs> like, I don't know what, what got lost in translation there, but, um, you just hear this initial meeting, and you see what they actually did do with the character, both the actor and the, and the showrunners, and it's like, oh... Hmm. I think that the the author of the book should be the Brothers Grimm, like from mm. like the movie, like yeah. what's his name? Those two guys, I can't remember their names, but those two car- those two guys should play the Brothers Grimm's because they were completely comical. Wasn't Matt Damon Heath Ledger? Yeah, yeah. Matt Damon and <laughs> well, well, Heath is Ledger. Not, not around anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying the actors' names, like. <laughs> but it's already assumed that the. The sorcerer did create the book. Yeah. So. So, who do you guys think is the author uh, slash sorcerer? Uh, who do you guys think that uh, that any guesses? It's hard to say Who's because we've never. No. <laughs> we haven't met anybody else. Yeah. Yeah. Ace, how about you? I know you always have a theory. <laughs> <laughs> I always have a theory. You do. Expectations now. Yeah. It's probably it's probably the blue fairy. Hmm. She had the most magic. She knew what was going on the entire time. Obviously, it was somebody that's lived in Storybrooke because they had a house there. Um, so, yeah, do you think it's somebody we've met already or not? That's an, another one to consider, to ponder. I just want one of those books. <laughs> you think it's Merlin? I think it, uh, my guess would be Merlin. That's my that guess. That would be cool. That would be my guess. Well, it's from, it's from they had Merlin's hat. It's Mickey Mouse. <laughs> It is Merlin's hat, right? Well, there's a lot of Mickey Mouse Easter eggs, too, yeah, right? So. Totally. It's Walt. Walt. Merlin worked for Camelot, though. That's right. He did. He did. I don't know. It's I don't know. it's Ace Marrero. But <laughs> we're Snow, Snow and Charming knew Merlin, I'm assuming, since he Charming took Snow to his sword. Mm-hmm. Or something like that. I can't even remember now. It's Loki. Lance, it's Loki. Yes. <laughs> Loki should be there. Loki will... It's Iron Man. Loki and... Would be an amazing... Captain America. Loki no, would totally it's, mess it's up bad, Regina. Bad, bad. It's Dude. Nick Fury. Yes. All right. Well, I guess that's... Loki and Regina would be a hot couple. That would be a hot couple. They would be steamy. Yes. <laughs> N- Natasha, Natasha would suddenly... Jump ship and have a new fan page. Exactly, <laughs> it's really hard manning a fan page. Actually, I you know, know, I also really like the triangle that they introduced for like two solid episodes. That was like Regina, Hook, Emma, <laughs> and I was like, listen, Neil, why fight? Just talk. I think just, I think the Nave and Regina will have, have it out. I think it's Regina's funny. just mad because she doesn't have you know a weekday anymore, like Graham was. So. Right, exactly. exactly. And then Robin Hood's gone now, has a, has a weekend. Yeah. So, so it'll be a while. Regina needs just to invest in 
guys, let's, let's be things. serious for a second. What are, <laughs> what are, like, let's be serious. What are we going to do when we find out the author is uh, Ruby? Is Ruby? Ah, <laughs> oh, Ruby. Not here. Not Ruby, here. Ruby, what have you been doing? Ruby's, Ruby's husband actually is from my uh, city. So Really? Yeah, he's from Halifax. Very nice. Well, yeah. guys, thank you so much for joining us and chatting with us. Oh, please, please uh, let everyone know where they can follow you on Twitter and go to your websites of various. So, Natasha, let's start with you. What do you got? Uh, I'm on Twitter at, at snowing on O-U-A-T, the words O-U-A-T, the letters. And I'm also at xangeltashax on Twitter. And you can also find my fan page. Just type in... Snow and Char- uh, Snow White and Prince Charming once upon a time. Yes, she does an excellent job of keeping that updated. Way better than us on this end. Uh, and Prutha, how about you? Where can we? I go? am at Once Storybrook and at PS Patel, and then the website is once-storybrook.com. Yes, guys, please check these wonderful ladies out. They are really, really movers and shakers in the fandom world of Once Upon a Time, and we love them. They're awesome, awesome supporters of. Of all you guys, all of us, all of our fans and fandoms. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. <laughs> I'm ready for a Christmas break, I'll tell you that. So, happy holidays, Wansers. Oh, happy, oh, happy holidays. Uh, Menorah. And, <laughs> and that's it. Thanks for joining us, guys. Bye. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Bye. 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 Bye.